We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 99 of Married Millennials. We are getting there. We are at this uh, at the century mark. Yeah. One episode away from 99. Yeah. It's like it's 1999. We're going to party like it's 1999. Is that what we're going to do today? Yeah. Party like it's 1999. Can we talk about that that's 20 years ago? Like, can we like for real talk about 19 years? No, yeah. Yes. 1999 was 20 years ago. We are officially a throwback. Honestly, what is happening? I'm really like, it's, you get older before you think you get older. 100%. Your body starts doing weird things before you think it's going to do it. I have a neck hair. I kid you not. There is a hair that comes out of my neck, and you can only see it in the car. So I can only, I only ever catch it when it's already too long. And I'm wondering how many other people have seen this just wire growing out. I, I never see it. Well, I'm with you more than yeah, anyone else. Yeah, and it's not really wiry. It's it's very soft. It's a very fine hair, but it's. I mean, it's long. It's long enough so that it curls. And remember, you found ear hair? Yes, and I'm getting ear hair, y'all. Like, no. Like, what is this sorcery? That's like the old people's staple. When they they got hairy ears. But mine isn't growing inside of my actual ear. It's just a little strand that's hanging from my earlobe. I'm like, what is this? What is that? What are those? Yeah, not <laughs> like, but like <laughs> unsightly hair edition. You do that. You have one, literally one back hair. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one back hair. And it's long. It gets long. I pull it out for you, but yeah, but you had that for a while. I know, but it's it's just strange that you 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 see older people who have unsightly body hair. It just weird yeah. parts of their body. And now like, we're starting to get How does that even it? happen? And then now you know. It just grows there like, without okay. permission. And we're not, even, we're not even 30 yet. No. I was like, can I wait to at least 35, 40 to start right. having that conversation? Yeah, we're with talking yourself. About, yeah, we're talking about like, 40, okay, the new 30, 50, the yeah. new 40. We're talking about we feeling so good, but I guess your body's like, well, you can say what you want mentally, yeah. but we're going to start making some physical changes. I'm also starting to notice the moles. I don't know if you guys have that in your family where, you know, the women have just the chest of moles that's that's my family that sounds crazy it's not quite like that but it's just you know like the chest, little of moles. chest of moles how unappealing my and mom unattractive is gonna is kill me sound. she's like i'm sorry but did you just say i had a chest of moles that's the, it's not like that but it's just they're they're beauty marks okay a chest of beauty marks but i'm starting to see the little spatter of, of beauty marks on me too do you consider them beauty marks yeah are you sure about that? If they're flat, yes. But okay. like when they start to pop up. The 3D moles? Yeah. I don't like, that's like, I, I won't say it's my fear in life because that's <laughs> too extreme. I should be, quote unquote, afraid of many other things. But I don't want 3D moles on my neck. I really don't. Well, some of those moles you have to get removed because sometimes they're linked to cancer. I would get them all like frozen off. Just <laughs> take it off. <laughs> I don't want it. I, I've never wanted that, it. You have always been anti-moles for the longest time. I don't you know why. You have such a disdain for moles. I think because they run in my family. <laughs> and it was one of those things like, man, how do you get so many moles? And now that they're popping up on me, I'm like, damn it. It's hereditary. I know. That's what happens. I, I mean, it, I get it is, it. but you can't escape your DNA. I know. Hashtag genes. My ancestry DNA results came in, by the way, this weekend. And 
To say that I was excited is an understatement. I could not wait to get home. I got an email saying, your ancestry DNA results are ready. And I ran to the car. Immediately ran to the car because yeah. you were at dinner. Yeah. And she's I'm not going to open them until we get home. Yeah, I, I needed home, a computer. Opens the computer and is excited. And I submitted mine too. But at I the haven't same got mine. exact time. Same time. And I got an email last week saying... Your results will be ready in two to four weeks. I was like, man, is my light skin DNA that complicated? That like, you know, we are struggling to place right. where this gentleman is from, or well, maybe I don't have a lot of people in my my lineage. Is that the, yeah, is that the word lineage. I'm lineage? I don't have enough people in my lineage in their database, so right. maybe they have to work a little harder. I don't know, or it's just the woes of being light skin. I mean, DNA and blood. Why'd is just you come back? All with, over. like two things. They're like, oh, this is just too simple for us to. <laughs> but you no, know, I'm wondering too if they're narrowing down because I mean you're gonna have some some French. So, well, yes, like I, French know, I know. I have French. I yeah. know there's German in there somewhere. So mine, I had French, German, all that too, but it was just like a general. Like, they just kind of circled it on the map because they couldn't pinpoint exactly where it was. But I did have. Uh, Ghanaian, 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 and Nigerian. No, Ghanaian. You could say Ghanaian or Ghanaian. Okay. But I've decided to say Ghanaian because I like it better. Okay. (laughs) So I'm Ghanaian. And uh, Nigerian, and then Great Britain. Those are my top three. I thought it was Senegal. Oh, no, but Senegal was under Great Britain because that was, I think, at 8%. Okay. So it was like 22, 22, 12, and then 8. And then the rest were like the smaller breakdowns. Yeah, it was fun. I'm excited about it. I want to dive in deeper. They get you, though, because you want to connect with other people. It's like, oh, do you want to see? And you can see, but in order to really connect, you have to pay the fee, the monthly fee, by the way. It's not like a one-time fee. Oh, it's not a one-time fee? No. Oh, they they really play you. Yeah, but they don't know that I got a hack because our library has a program for free. So that's why go to your public library, everyone. If you go to the library and do your research there, it's free 99. Really? So now that I have my results, I'm going to go. I didn't know that. Yeah. How many how many guys how many of you guys have done some of your DNA matching and have you benefited from it? Have you ended up connecting with people? I'm very excited to to see my my roots. And it's you know as a black American what is frustrating know. is you don't your your history only goes back a couple hundred years. Where right. if you are a a non-black American, you have history that spans thousands of years and you can keep records and find ways, I'm sure as as bookkeeping and record keeping has gotten better, obviously in the in the future years it was a little easier. Where if you go back years, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, it may be a little more difficult. But there's still something there right. that you can connect. And for Black Americans, we just don't have that. It's like our history starts in slavery, right. and then we may pull one generation before that. Like, but that's it. So to be able to, you know, I'm, I'm very envious of those who can go like, oh yeah, my in 1400 or in 1300, my Great, my great times ten grandfather was a a king of Scotland, right? Whatever the case, and may I be. think that's why I was particularly excited about my European roots because I realized, oh my gosh, I can there that will be a side that I can trace further back. I we I know who my great 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 grandmother was on my father's side because uh, she she was born into slavery, but she was freed. Uh, and again, that's the last record I have. They don't know who her mother is. They know who I believe they know. No, they don't know who her mother or father was. There's just no record. The records are simply not there. So, but it's not also nice to know that what part of Africa I'm from. Yes, because I went. To, I was in Orange County, you guys, and this lady, <laughs> this white lady, comes up to me and she goes, 
oh, do you know where, you know, do you know where, it's something, she, I can't even remember how she said it. And I don't want to sound less disrespectful than she did because <laughs> I need to convey it. But anyway, she was just like, oh, do you know where you're from? And I was like, Marietta. <laughs> and she was like, no, you're African root. She goes, it's Ethiopia. Yes, I can see it in the eyes and the nose. You're from Ethiopia. And then I was mad that I had to take this white lady's word for it. Because I was like, you know what? I really don't know. I could be from Ethiopia. And there, and there were no results Zero. from Ethiopia. Zero. I'm not Ethiopian at all. If I were, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But I am kind of happy that this woman who decided to tell the one little chocolate drop at the event <laughs> where she was from in Africa. When white savior syndrome goes wrong. Right. We also tried something new this weekend. Well, I should say I tried something new. I tried but I was in- there. Yeah, you were there. I was I, there. I tried indoor skydiving. So for Christmas, we gifted my mom a weekend with us just to spend some time. That and she hang asked out. for. She did. Not that it's such a privilege to spend time with us. <laughs> no, it was it was one she of those. She wanted an experience for Christmas. Correct. We asked, like, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, I just want to spend time with my kids and experience and have fun. So we gifted her a weekend with us. And I had told my mom a few weeks ago that for my 30th birthday, my best friend and I are going to go skydiving. And she goes, you know, that's one thing I wish I would have done. But when I had kids, I told myself I wasn't going to do it because if something went wrong, it's not fair to my kids. I I understand, but again, we can't live in fear. Come on, mama, let go of that fear. Uh, but she was like, I just really wish that I would have tried that at some point. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let's try indoor skydiving. So as part of our, our weekend trip, we went and, and experienced what it was like to fly indoors in a, in a wind tunnel. And for those who have never done it, that was a very, very fun experience. I never put it in my mind that people who skydive practice in wind tunnels. It was like, I just thought, hey, how you practice yeah, was you jumping out of the plane. plane. I thought the same thing. Yeah, when he like, said that, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, some of the instructor was like, oh, yeah, this is how most skydivers train before they get out in the field. And I was just like, wow, I never really thought that was a thing. So we go in and we get into the wind tunnel. And, yeah, this wind pressure is like for real, for real crazy it's weird being in a simulator where you have no control over your body it's like you do because your body's movements will control what happens to you while you're in the the wind tunnel Mm -hmm. but you really don't have controls like i'm just floating like like i've never had the experience of floating because i'm one of those guys who tries to float in the water and immediately sink so i genuinely have never had the opportunity to just float and as a part of the experience you can pay an additional ten dollars and you can go higher up in the wind tunnel so we get in there and you know you stay pretty low to the ground and then all of a sudden the wind generator kicks up and it's like 10 times louder than you expected and all of a sudden here the instructor holds on to you and you guys are going up and down in this wind tunnel and every time we came back to the ground to go back up i couldn't even open my mouth it was just so much force and pressure that was coming in. But it was a legit experience. My mom had a really good time. And it was one of those, yeah, you know, this is the, the closest that, that I've gotten. And I can say that I feel more comfortable going skydiving just by having that one experience. He said, it, this is what the instructor said. I, I begged to differ just a little bit, even though I haven't had the experience, because he said it's the same thing. He said it feels the same exact way. He said the air density is a little different, but he said you don't notice that until you're on jump 90. So, <laughs> which, I mean, that's a 
ridiculous amount of time to, times to jump out of a plane, first of all. But uh, I, I, you know, I get it. Everybody has their their thing. But yeah, he said, oh, it's the same thing feeling wise. But I'm like, but what about the feeling of sheer terror while looking down and just seeing like, oh, I jumped out of a plane. Like, I feel like that feeling exactly. can't that's, be that's replicated. That's the difference. We're saying what, yeah. how your body is floating in right. air it feels the same. Of course, you can't compare looking down at the ground tens of thousands of miles up and compared to being 36 feet from the ground. Yeah, I don't need to be in real danger to feel alive. <laughs> I just don't. Like, I really, I don't understand why people jump out of planes. It's a very strange concept. And I understand adrenaline rushes, but, like, they're just. But, but I also want to say I equate it to surfing. Like, who thought surfing was a good idea? To go against the water is the most just powerful in- force on our planet, and we're going to I would say gravity is, and you're literally <laughs> like, you know what? Let's defy that. Like, let's jump out. You're not defying gravity. You have a parachute attached to you. Like, yeah. when you're in the ocean, you're just in the ocean, and you're going and surfing <laughs> against these 30, 40, 50-foot waves when they crash, feel like tons of bricks. You got sharks out in the ocean. Like, that's not, that's not s- safe either. I wouldn't argue that that's more safe than jumping out of an airplane. Okay. We need to look up the odds of... Uh, we need to look up people who just, like, die surfing and people who die skydiving and just... Why so morbid? Or just, why like, do we, why, why can't we just injure? enjoy the experience? Why do you got to take it there? I mean, you don't think about, like, oh, you could die? You don't think about that? Oh, but, again, you can die doing anything. Like, genuinely. This, yeah, but you could, like, for real die jumping out of a plane. Like, un- you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not... I'll say, I have I've, no desire. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you live in the it's Los Angeles fear, area, I'm just you saying. get in a car every single day. There is more danger being on a car than there is flying in an airplane, jumping out of an airplane. But because our brain, no, that because it's to... not normalized in our society, we look at it as this great danger and fear. Well, okay, but I also want to say that there are more car accidents because there's more people driving in cars. Like, you Correct. do it more frequently. But ha- if skydiving was a normalized thing in our society, it would not have that same right, but fear it's not because or the fear some, half the population realizes, like, you know what? It's not a good idea to jump out of a plane. But it may not be a bad idea. I'm looking forward to actually doing I mean, I will thing. support you because, you know, YOLO and all that jazz, but... You're cool off of that? Yeah. <laughs> you got to try the. Joy didn't do the, the wind tunnel, but I told her. I, said, I We're would do go. that because that's, I mean, I, again, I'm not, I, I'm not even jonesing for the sensation, but I think for me, I'm more curious as to like how I would hold my body because I do feel like I have pretty good control over my body. Yes, you do have good control over my body. And I was surprised when I looked back at the videos. I was like, oh, I was actually doing fairly well for someone who's not. Doesn't have a, a good his, historical record of keeping control of their body again, right. i.e., me trying to float in the ocean. Our instructor was good too because he was like spinning you around. Like when you went high, did you see in the video? Yeah, it he was spun it, around. It like, was hey, super legit. That's a legit experience. You should be okay with that. No, I want to. I want to do the the real thing. But if you've right, not tried it. it, if you wanted to go skydiving, but you're, you're like Joy and saying Mm-mm, that's foolish, go ahead and and try. We went to iFly, mm-hmm. and I feel like they have locations all across the they country. Do. To book a book an experience, you can do as little as two flights or as up to five flights. I was good with two flights. Maybe I could have done one more, but I think after three, it's like why, and it's a little pricey. And it would be different too if you 
are just with your people, Correct. like a couple people, but the way that they had it set up, it's we were with three other people that weren't with our party, which was fine, but you had to wait, let them have their experience. And, yeah, it's yeah. just, I, to me, I got I would say the sweet Three's spot good, is, yeah. is two to three flights. It's a very, very good experience, and they said something that, you know, for some people who don't want to actually jump out of the plane, the closest thing that you could to get that feeling. Right, and PSA, if you wear contacts, really make sure your goggles are tight. Yes, because my mom did lose one of her contacts. Yeah, that wind is strong. It's not a joke. I have wonderful news. We have surpassed 100 reviews on iTunes, so we made our 100 by 100 goal. Thank you, guys. Yes, give yourself a round of applause. Silent clap, silent clap. But give yourself a a loud clap. Pat on the back. We cannot say thank you enough. When we started this campaign on episode 96, we were at 44. 48. 48. 48 48 reviews. And as we sit and record right now, we are at 112 reviews. And all the only difference is that you guys showed up for us. Yeah. And I can't say thank you enough. The fact that we were able to get 70 more reviews in three weeks all because of the graciousness of your heart, the love and support that you guys have for us. I'm, I'm overjoyed. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm genuinely overjoyed. Yeah. And for those who don't understand the importance of the ratings on iTunes, is it just shows Apple Podcasts that, okay, this, this podcast is legit. People care, people, yeah. Yeah, people like to listen. They produce good content. And as you continue to grow, you may get featured in new categories. You have more opportunities to get in front of newer listeners, new audiences. So your support by leaving a review every time just further improves those chances. So thank you guys so, so much. We still got one more week, so I'm going to issue the challenge again. 100 by 150 by 100. Right. That's the new challenge. Can we get this week, can we go from 112 to 150? That would be amazing. That is the, that is the new challenge because, we, we, you know, when you set a goal and you achieve it and there's still time left, you can't just be satisfied with that. Yeah. We recognize, we applaud, but can we take it one step further? It's like when you're running a mile and you beat that time, you're like, you know what, I'm going to just go for one extra lap because I feel good. That is the new challenge for this week. 150 by 100. Can we get an additional 38 reviews. I believe in you guys. I love you guys. And it, yeah. and, and to me, what I enjoy most is actually reading the reviews. That's what I was going to say. Even when this challenge is over, please keep reviewing if you haven't sent a review in already because I genuinely get jazzed every time we have a review. And I read them all. I've read every single review. I appreciate all your kind words. Like You guys just don't even know. You don't even know. It's wonderful. It's truly wonderful. I know Justin mentioned this already, but the woman who clowned Justin for ice skating in the review is hilarious. Yeah, it's just, it gets, now it's immortalized. It allows us to get to know the personality of you. There are several of you who follow us on Instagram and we engage there. So we have an opportunity to interact and learn you know, your personalities. But it's just nice. It's another cemented level of us getting to know who you are, the things you love about the show, the takeaways that you get from the show. Mm -hmm. And as I said last week, we are going to do a special giveaway at the conclusion of this challenge for everyone who has left a review. So there is still time to be eligible to participate in the giveaway. New challenge, 150 by 100. I believe in you guys. And while we're on the note of podcast growth, we wanted to let you know that we're going to be rolling some advertisements starting next week, which is really, really wonderful for me and Justin. Yeah, we've had the opportunity to monetize this podcast. 
you've heard us express before that this has been a, a labor of love. When we launched Love Jays in 2012, it has all been funded by us. Mm-hmm. And when we had the podcast in 2016, all of that has been continued. So for the last six years, you know, Joy and I have personally funded all of this Love platform. You. And now we have the opportunity to monetize this platform. And a part of that is to include advertisements within, within the show. It will be minimal, but because we love and respect you guys and advertisements are on like everything that we consume, we just want to be very honest and upfront. Where if you're listening, be like, what the hell was that? Yeah, is this don't new? be mad. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we don't want to drop anything you know, yeah. crazy on you without surprise, but we do want to be honest and, and let you know that because of your support and because of our growth and our growth together is that we now have new opportunities. And those new opportunities will allow Joy and I to continue to produce great mm-hmm. content and take just our content from here on this pa- platform and move it into live events. It is a passion of, of Joy and I's to actually get from behind the microphones and get in front of you guys and meet with you and come to your cities and your states and your jobs and your barbecues and your cookouts and just be like, hey, mm. this is what we got going vegan on. Vegan barbecue, vegan barbecue. Yeah, correct. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, I, I will take a jackfruit slider, barbecue jackfruit sliders oh, so are on point. Yeah, so oh my gosh, go I'm ahead and, so hungry. Go ahead and add that to the menu if, for the cookout if we are definitely invited. Well, I know we're invited. It's just when we show up. We would like a, <laughs> a, a vegan option. But that, that's all it is. It's, it's giving us an opportunity to continue this grow this our platform bigger and bigger so we truly do thank you guys you mentioned live events this weekend we had our very first love jay's live event and oh my gosh was it amazing we did a q a slash conversation at brunch to bomb you guys know we had brunch to bomb always so we actually <laughs> had the oppor- opportunity to host this week and uh, as a part of our hosting deal we did our Q and A, and I mean, I gotta say that turned out really well. Very well. Yeah. It was nice to have an intimate space where we can be honest and open and have similar conversations that we do here on this show. But it's different when there are other people sitting right there in front of you and being able to ask questions and dive in because we hear it all the time. People say, "Oh, I love this. I want to know more about it," and then you're getting our response sometimes just through an email response or, or a DM, DM response, and it's just not quite the same. It's like, okay, yeah. that gives you a little bit of information, but to have the opportunity to hear the words and hear us really express and read the room and feel the energy and the warmth and the connection of the room, it just magnifies every topic. So we had about 50 people in a small, intimate setting, and we just talked about a lot of the popular topics that we discuss on this platform and, and also that Joy and I often hear about from sex and celibacy, friendships, social media, commitment, working together, and just brought it to life. And it was so, so fulfilling. It ran for a little bit over an hour, and I feel like we could have sat in that room for another hour and just kept flowing. Yeah, the only thing I wanted was more time. Like, we need, like, a four-hour situation where we all just sit and talk. Because I think they're conversations that are needed and that people don't necessarily know who to go to to talk about these things with. And sometimes you have friends, and you're like, oh, I need to talk to you about this thing, and they're exhausted. They don't want to hear about it (laughs) any more so it's nice to have a place to go to uh, where you'll you'll be heard and then hopefully even a solution will be offered the truth is is people just want to be heard and they want to know that there are people who are in similar situations as they are whether relationships marriages and know that other people who look like them 
who sound like them, who walk like them, are going through the same thing. And in our society, we have a lot of structures in place for groups who are going through whatever bout they're going through. And, it, and, and again, that's not necessarily it's always a negative, but we have groups all throughout society where people can plug in and say, all right, well, you're like me. When you look at the relationship space, the marriage space, there's really not a community or a direct place where you can go in and find people who are going through what you're going through and have an open and honest conversation. And what I respect about the individuals who were listening is they were willing to open up. Because there are a lot of times people who are in relationships, you don't want to share that information. You just keep everything close to the chest and say, we are going to figure this out together. And the reality is, is sometimes you need more than one person to help you figure it out. Because if one person believes this and the other person believes something else and you guys can't come to a compromise, so you're just going to sit there and be mad and foolish and let this issue that may not even really be a big issue but turn into something massive because we let our pride get so big that we can't exactly what happens talk to other people yeah exactly exactly i think people need mediation more than they think and i i people have this thing about their relationship like this is between me and you this is private and while i do agree with that to some extent yeah you have to watch who you let in your relationship and who you speak not poorly, but if you're saying anything less than wonderful, yeah, you have to you have to watch it. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we don't. <laughs> we tell thousands of you every every week what's going. on But there's on with still us. things that we keep private between us. So it's not like we're just hey, here's everything that's happening in our life is on display. No, yeah. there's there, there's still a level of privacy. But if we're having disagreements or something that we yeah. need to work through, we seek out. Advice and help from professionals, from other married couples who may have experienced something similar and find out how they right. work through this issue. Exactly. And you need that. It's necessary. I mean, it, It's very much like life in that you can't get through a relationship on your own. It, yes, it takes the two of you, but also it takes the support of people who are invested and care about your relationship outside of you as well to make it work. I also want to give a special shout out to all of those who watched our IG live stream of the speaking engagement. I know there were multiple people who were unable to attend the actual event, but we successfully completed our first IG live stream. It was over an hour. The engagements were, were really good, and there are people who were watching and sent DMs like, oh my gosh, thank you guys so much. This is great. So know that Similar structures or formats are going to come to you. We are, we are going to spend these next few months trying to figure out the best way to package it, but we are coming to you guys. I'm letting you know we will be knocking on your doors and saying, hey, we are coming to your city and we can't wait. So thank you for all those who attended in person and for all of you who watched on the IG live stream. Last week was also an important milestone in both of our lives. Joy and I celebrated our 10-year anniversary, which includes dating and marriage. Mm -hmm. We have been doing this thing for a decade. Yeah, I know we have a lot of anniversaries to keep up with, by the way. Yeah, we are ridiculous. People thought it was our wedding anniversary. I was like, no, no, no. This is just the anniversary of us dating. But that's why I put in parentheses. I put dating plus marriage. It's been a total of 10 years. But in addition to celebrating 10 years with each other, we officially launched our new company, 
purpose over profit. Joy actually has the sweatshirt on now. For those who attended the speech and watched the live stream, I was wearing the purpose over profit sweatshirt. This is the new brand that will be the catalyst to all of my speaking engagements. As so many of you know, I was laid off of my job at the top of the year and I made the commitment that I was going to walk in my purpose and live in my truth. And I've always known I wanted to be a motivational speaker. It's something I've known as a child. I wrote it down in my eighth grade graduation book back in 2003. So it's something that's been on my heart for almost 20 years, but I've been too afraid to actually walk in my purpose. And this layoff set the final spark that needed to happen. And the vision is here. Purpose over profit is here. And the whole essence of the brand is all in the name. It is encouraging people to walk boldly in their purpose without fear or regret. And it will be the catalyst, again, for all of my speaking engagements. And I plan to go around the country talking to youth organizations, professional organizations, you know, couples, colleges, universities, high schools, whoever is willing to have me come and talk. But to share my story of what it was like to transition out of a job and declare to fully walk in your purpose. And it is not a knock on profit because profiting is very important. We just talked about we are going to monetize this platform so we can you know, so we can be able to grow it and do more things. So there's there's nothing negative about profiting. We all have skills and abilities and should be compensated handsomely for the jobs and talent that we do. But sometimes we lose focus on our purpose and just beeline on the profit. I was like, okay, well, I just have to take this job because it's paying me really well. Or I'm going to take this job because I just need the money. And the problem is, is while the money lasts and keeps up, you your soul slowly starts to die. Think about the stories when the economy tanked in 2008, mm-hmm. where you had these individuals who were making all of this money, and then the money dried up and they commit suicide. Yeah. Like, what? That, and that has to do with an identity issue too, right? People identifying who they are with their profession because they can't separate the two. It's, it's all intertwined. And I think that's another reason why this message is so important because you say, listen, you have a purpose and your purpose, you're not a money machine. Even though I didn't meet, I met one person who he was in a job and he said, you know, it's fine. I'm just here for the money. I just want good money. And then I'll do what I want to do outside of that. And and purpose doesn't even have to be an entrepreneurial thing. It can be you work your regular job because that's okay with you. But outside of that, you're fulfilling your soul in a way that makes sense in the way that you thrive in the way that serves others. And sometimes you're Actual job could be your purpose. There are some of you who want to be doctors, and now you are working as a doctor. You don't own the practice, but you get to wake up every day and walk in your purpose. Some of you want to be dentists. You're working and being a dentist. You want to be an actress, a singer, a painter. You are doing that, and it's okay. You don't have to own your own, but I want all of us to focus. I feel like as a society, we've just gone off course. Okay, well, think about when we were younger. We asked our kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? What's your wildest dreams? We encourage kids to dream and dream and dream big. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to high school, we stopped really asking the, the, the dream question and said, okay, well, what kind of schools are you going to apply to? Mm-hmm. And under that was, okay, well, what are you going to study? What's your career going to be? Then yeah. when we get into college, 
it's no longer of, okay, what are you trying to achieve? It's what type of job are you going to get? Mm-hmm. And then we go and get jobs, and then we set our lives up based on the money we receive from these jobs that we right. may not necessarily care for, mm-hmm. but because now our lives have been structured on the money we received from it, we are struggling to leave that to fulfill our soul's purpose, as Joy said. And sometimes your soul's purpose is tied into your job, but I would argue that there's a lot of us who are not living in our purpose because we are so attached to the money side. But I want to declare and say that when you walk in your purpose, profits will follow. So I'm not saying purpose and no profit. I'm just saying let's prioritize our purpose over our profit and watch the profits come in. And profit doesn't necessarily just have to be financially. It can be spiritually, mentally, emotionally. There are a lot of different ways that we can profit from our life. But we have to take time for us and be like, what is our soul's higher purpose? We all have a divine calling put upon our lives that only us, one single person, can execute. There are people who have dreams and visions that we aren't able to understand and fulfill because that's not our our divine assignment. And it's the one thing that only you can see. I mean, there might be some people in your life, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that for you. But when you have something in your heart and it's so clear, and I think the majority of us do have that one thing, even if you dare not speak of it, you know, because somebody can say, man, I really see myself on stage, you know, playing a grand piano and they haven't taken a lesson in their life it's not too late it's absolutely not too late if you are living you still have time to go after that thing that you dare not speak of out loud uh, that's placed on your heart so i'm excited to embark on this new journey and share the lessons that i learn along this journey the ups the downs, the good, the bad, the frustrating. It's its new, but I have the opportunity to walk in my purpose. I encourage all of you guys to visit the website, mypurposeoverprofit.com to learn more context about the brand. And also, if you're interested in getting some Purpose Over Profit merch, you can click the shop link on the website as well and see what we have there. We have some sweatshirts, some hoodies and t-shirts. And as the brand continues to evolve, there may be some more things coming, but I am genuinely excited to walk in my purpose. Launching a business is just no joke. This is not our first rodeo, but we've. this is the first time we went through the trouble of forming an LLC and... Yeah, an actual company. Before, it was yeah. just a, a sole proprietorship, yeah. a partnership, so there's not much legal paperwork that has to get done. Right. There's a little, but not a lot. It's not a lot. So this time, I mean, it's just been quite a bit, and you've handled a, a the bulk of that side of things. Strengths and weaknesses, everyone. (laughs) Strengths and weaknesses. But besides that, we've both just been ripping and running because I think since you got laid off, we understood we have work to do. So we've been working. We've been working so hard. And I just... Even this morning, we both woke up and our bodies physically hurt. <laughs> they physically hurt because we're so tired. And part of that was due to the alcohol from turning up at Brunch to Bomb. Oh, you had alcohol? Yes. Oh. You thought I was just sober Sally the whole time? I think because I wasn't. I was just like, oh, yeah. Here's the problem. And we've spoken about this before. When you're vegan, it really doesn't take much. I didn't have much, but all I ate was potatoes. So I can see. <laughs> Why I was like, oh, okay, I'm very drunk now. Uh, but thank goodness I didn't get sick or anything. Anyway, we're, we've been ripping and running. And I've just, we, before we record the show, I'm like, Justin, next weekend we have plans. And I'm excited about those plans. But the weekend after that, there's nothing on the calendar. I said, we cannot 
schedule anything. And he said, well, put that in the calendar. So I now need to put in the calendar that we need rest. We do. And because we live in a, a world where we are on 24-7 with social media and emails and phones and text messages, is people will contact you throughout the day and you'll respond. And you're like, okay, hey, this is what's going on. We'll get a DM at 9 o'clock at night. And Juan and I could be watching a movie or hanging out. But, oh, that's a good question. And then you just dive in. Mm. So you've never really set up a time where we're going to turn off. Like, even those of you who are working in corporate jobs, when you advance to higher levels, it's like you don't have a off time. I remember when I was working in sports media, news is 24-7. Mm. Uh, you go home and something breaks at 2 o'clock in the morning, like, you're up working. So we have, we have unfortunately, when technology has made life so much easier in a lot of different areas. It's also complicated just the bare necessities of enjoying your life without worry the or distraction from other flow. people. flow. Like, there's just, there's less flow now because it can be interrupted at any, any moment. moment. And people expect right. a response. So when Joy said, hey, we need to relax, I thought, you got to put it in your calendar. And it's crazy to say that we have to calendar and schedule R&R, but you do. And there's some of you right now who are running in this same meal. Like, I just feel like I can't catch a break. I got to do this. And you plan to, to have a break. And then someone calls like, hey, come over here this, this weekend. This is going down. And they're like, all right, well, I guess I should go in and support them. And you haven't taken an opportunity to just unplug yeah. and be with your own mind and your own thoughts. So you need to you need a calendar, some R and R. I think I'm also going to calendar like a day to clean the house and a day to cook something or something, so that when we have that R and R weekend, we're truly relaxing. Because the other problem is, is when you're at home, you feel the need to get to stuff that you haven't gotten to yet. Like, oh, you know, I really need to organize my shoes in my closet. So I'll take time during that time to do that. No, we are going to for real relax. We are we're Netflixing, we're chilling. <laughs> We're going to be bundled up in some blankets if it doesn't warm up here because I am cold. I've been cold for a week now, and I think it is unacceptable, California. Anything below 70 is unacceptable. I pay taxes to live here. <laughs> all right, son? So, so do right by me and shine a little warmer, all right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm just – I'm. it's interesting to get to the point in your life when you have to really start scheduling stuff. You just have to. And I don't think enough people do it, and I'm I'm – pretty good at taking care of myself but i think that since you have been at home more we've kind of been leaning more towards your activity schedule if that makes sense because you're more available first of all and you're sitting at home so when you're when i'm off you're ready to party yeah hey we got some more work to do yeah you want to party you want to see people you want to go to events like oh, i because you have time to research stuff now too so you're like oh well this is going on let's go do that which I love. Experiences are great, but oh my gosh, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. And a challenge that has become new to us, what we are still working on solving is our marriage is also our business. Mm. So it's easy to let the two things interact and overlap without much thought because we are constantly with each other. Mm-hmm. What we're working on is that we have to set boundaries on here are the time constraints that we can work on Love Jays and Married Millennials and Now Purpose Over Profit and letting people who we work with know saying, hey, after 6, 7 o'clock, if you want to talk to me about business, send me an email. Mm-hmm. Because when you get a text, it's just more 
it's it's more direct. It's in your face. You constantly see them. Where emails can sit in your inbox and and hide. And you can't mark text messages as unread. No. Why? That should be a thing. That does definitely need yes, to be a thing. Apple <laughs> or Samsung. I don't know. They might do that. That's oh, we're gonna get all the Android users. Well, Samsung. <laughs> yeah, that it. that does need to be a yeah. feature on phones. I don't know why a mark on red is it's yeah. not a thing. But again, it's like we have to find that balance and saying, okay, well, from this time to this time. Business discussions are off the table because there are some jobs when you go home, you're done and you get to enjoy just being husband and wife. And for us, sometimes that gets challenging is that we just want to enjoy being husband and wife. But because being a husband and wife is also having our business, it it becomes a, a challenge at times. So I can say that work with us over these next few months as we work to find that balance. So we may not be as quick with some responses on DM or we're not posting as much. I know that's one thing that we always get. It's like, why don't you guys post more on your story? And it's like, guys, we're, we just want to live sometimes. <laughs> like, right. Like there, we're, sometimes we are, we are doing things, but we don't feel the need to share with the world because we share with the world every single week. And yeah. again, you have to find that balance of just being Justin and Joy, husband and wife, and Justin and Joy, Justin and Joy as the Love Jays. Yeah. I completely agree. We're getting there. We'll get there. Yeah, it it takes time. It's like anything. It all takes time. And because we are in a transition with me now having all of this time to focus on our business, I'm just like, Joy, we need to do this. Joy, we need to do that. And she's like, Justin, Justin, relax. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, I don't have an office to go to. I don't leave the house and and go to the office and say, okay, well, this work will be done during this time. It It's kind of continuous. Yeah, but that, your, your stimuli doesn't change. Correct, but that, continu- that continuity can be detrimental to us if mm-hmm. we don't keep it in control. So mm-hmm. R&R Weekend is being, is being scheduled. Mm-hmm. It is a calendared event, which is crazy to even say, mm-hmm. but I can say I am looking forward to it. I am, too. I'm so excited now. I'm like, can I fast forward two weeks? Like, can we also d- discuss that it's not for two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. It's okay. I mean, like I said, we have exciting things to do between that time. So these are good problems it. to have. Yeah, you, you talking regard life. Life is good, bad. You got problems, but some problems are good problems. To <laughs> life have. is good, bad. You got problems. Yeah, <laughs> but th- th- these literally are good problems to have. Like, oh, the problem that you have is you need to schedule time for yourself because you have a lot of things that you're working on and want to accomplish. That's amazing, and I'm and I'm grateful and excited for that. But also, you got to take time to to sit with yourself recollect your thoughts so you can be for the the best for the world you can't continually just run on full it's not yeah, possible on empty. You, you have to yeah exactly no but no i'm saying on full too is eventually that the gas tank runs out and you will have to to fill up it's not right. possible at the end of the day you are your most important asset you need to take care of yourself i cannot stress it enough self-care is just should be number one and while i'm on the topic of self-care make sure to subscribe to our weekly wellness newsletter if you haven't already i'm really enjoying issuing these challenges and i feel like they're getting deeper and deeper i'm i'm digging through the grit you guys it's it's happening i'm so excited i'm excited to hear at the end of the year people's reflection on how these challenges went and in what ways they altered their life for the better Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You'll see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.